definite accent, and not the word. The train, once arrested, the most superficial stare could take in many features of the tragedy. The man in black, on the green bank, was Sir Aaron Armstrong's manservant, Magnus. The baronet, in his optimism, had often laughed at the black gloves of this dismal attendant, but no one was likely to laugh at him just now. So soon as an inquirer or two had stepped off the line and across the smoky hedge, they saw, rolled down almost to the bottom of the bank, the body of an old man in a yellow dressing-gown with a very vivid scarlet lining. A scrap of rope seemed caught about his leg, entangled presumably in a struggle. There was a smear or so of blood, though very little but the body was bent or broken into a posture impossible to any living thing. It was Sir Aaron Armstrong. A few more bewildered moments brought out a big fair-bearded man, whom some travellers could salute as the dead man's secretary, Patrick Royce, once well known in Bohemian society and even famous in the Bohemian arts. In a manner more vague, but even more convincing, he echoed the agony of the servant. By the time the third figure of that household, Alice Armstrong, daughter of the dead man, had come already tottering and waving into the garden, the engine driver had put a stop to his stoppage. The whistle had blown, and the train had panted on to get help from the next station. Father Brown had been thus rapidly summoned at the request of Patrick Royce, the big ex-Bohemian secretary. Royce was an Irishman by birth, and that casual kind of Catholic that never remembers his religion until he is really in a hole. But Royce's request might have been less promptly complied with if one of the official detectives had not been a friend and admirer of the unofficial Flambeau and it was impossible to be a friend of Flambeau without hearing numberless stories about Father Brown. Hence, while the young detective, whose name was Merton, led the little priest across the fields to the railway, their talk was more confidential than could be expected between two total strangers. "'As far as I can see,' said Mr. Merton candidly, "'there is no sense to be made of it at all. There is nobody one can suspect.' Magnus is a solemn old fool, far too much of a fool to be an assassin. Royce has been the baronet's best friend for years, and his daughter undoubtedly adored him. Besides, it's all too absurd. Who would kill such a cheery old chap as Armstrong? Who could dip his hands in the gore of an after-dinner speaker? It would be like killing Father Christmas. Yes, it was a cheery house, assented Father Brown. It was a cheery house— while he was alive, do you think it will be cheery now he is dead? Merton started a little and regarded his companion with an enlivened eye. Now he is dead, he repeated. Yes, continued the priest stolidly. He was cheerful, but did he communicate his cheerfulness? Frankly, was anyone else in the house cheerful but he? A window in Merton's mind let in that strange light of surprise in which we see, for the first time, things we have known all along. He had often been to the Armstrongs on little police jobs of the philanthropist, and now he came to think of it, it was in itself a depressing house. 
The rooms were very high and very cold, the decoration mean and provincial. The drafty corridors were lit by electricity that was bleaker than moonlight, and though the old man's scarlet face and silver beard had blazed like a bonfire in each room or passage in turn, it did not leave any warmth behind it. Doubtless this spectral discomfort in the place was partly due to the very vitality and exuberance of its owner. He needed no stoves or lamps, he would say, but carried his own warmth with him. But when Merton recalled the other inmates, he was compelled to confess that they also were as shadows of their lord. The moody manservant, with his monstrous black gloves, was almost a nightmare. Royce, the secretary, was solid enough, a big bull of a man in tweeds with a short beard, but the straw-coloured beard was stuck.